0: Damn, 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 son, where'd you find this? Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 99 of the Fly Route Podcast. I am your host, Anthony, aka Tony Playboy, aka the number one picker, and I am here with the guys. Y'all got any AKAs for yourself today? Man, Y'all
1: know, Twig Street, baby. No more. <laughs> no office coordinator needed because our season is over. So. <laughs> it was a coordinator
2: needed <laughs> <ASAP>. <laughs> hey it's cliff aka the glove uh aka will we have another cowboys first round exit this year i ain't gonna hold my breath <sighs> dang nice. you
0: down on the guys already
2: hey look if you expect disappointment you can't be disappointed <laughs> <laughs> They're not hey, gonna that, give me this they're not gonna get me this year. That's a good quote. If they, if they win, if they win, I'm like bet we good. Nah. I, especially after that last performance, but I ain't gonna so. agreed,
1: agreed.
3: Sam, no k no aka this week. I'm just excited for the playoffs, excited to talk football with y'all. So we can get into it whenever.
0: All right, all right, all right. Look, we have an exciting show for y'all today. But first, make sure you like and subscribe wherever you are listening. We're going to give you our reactions to Black Monday, our official playoff bracket challenge, and a lot more.
2: The fly route pop. The fly route the, the fly route pop. The fly route pod. All
0: right, this week, we are starting with my favorite way to start the show, the tee off.
2: Ooh, spread that tee, sis.
0: This is where I spill some tea on some of our favorite athletes, or in this case, organizations, and the crazy situations they have put themselves into. We got to talk about the Houston Texans, (laughs) y'all. They are on their third coach in three seasons. They have fired Lovie Smith after one season. They fired David Kelly after one season. Romeo Cornell did not finish out his season all while never really doing anything to put together a winning team with these coaches. Does anybody smell anything fishy with this? What's up?
1: This is all a front. That's all it is. Like, hey, yeah, we 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 gave it a try. We, we just literally gave three black coaches a, a chance, right? <laughs> that's what they're saying. I'm sure that's what they're saying. But it's all a front just for them to be like, go out and hire a guy that they really wanted, like Josh McCown, with no coaching experience. So now they're going to pull up with this random coach out of the woodworks, like, like a Nathaniel Hackett, who was all like, I don't know about this. And then we see what happened to him, too. But which that might have been rightfully so, because that, that, that was bad. But the Texans, yeah, they, they just
0: – it stinks over there right now. I don't know what's a <laughs> little. I mean, look, we know they wanted to hire Josh McCown last year. It was the talk of the town, and then, you know, the whole Brian Flores lawsuit happens, and it's like it would be a real bad look in this situation to hire someone not with no NFL head coaching experience, not with no NFL coaching experience at all, not with <laughs> no – college coaching experience at all. Literally no football coaching experience at all on a professional, semi-professional level ever.
1: You know They're what? Like, I, uh, I can understand if it was like, hey, Tom Brady for going to retire this year. Cool. It's Tom Brady. Like, we know this guy is legendary, right? Like Maybe, yeah, he haven't coached, but he clearly knows how to win and to lead a group of guys. But for somebody like a Josh McCown, who I mean, I ain't talking down on him, but you know what I'm saying? Like he ain't like no generational talent type of guy that's just been a, a guy in the NFL either. So I just don't understand.
2: Yeah, I, I'm just trying to make sense out of why why you keep giving these guys these one one year roles. Like, were they trying to build the team? Like, wh- what were you doing? And that's a that's a that that there, during that time you hire and coach after coach after coach, you're supposed to be building a team. But then you you replacing the coach every year you ain't never going I, the, the the franchise is pointless like you just it really don't even make any sense because you're not even firing coaches based on performance you're firing them just to be firing them how can you how can you say this is your fault when you just got here you didn't draft this ain't your team you keep giving somebody else somebody else's team and then you like all right you didn't figure it out we're gonna fire them. there's no they're consistent as fuck just. <laughs> <laughs> hired a coach, hired them, hired him fired him but there's no consistency in building yeah. an actual fucking team so it just it it literally doesn't make any sense and this is why you uh, us as like fans and supporters of the nfls have had these questions of why you what are you even doing like this ain't even this ain't even part of the game but yeah in reality i guess we see it is you know
1: you got to give a guy a chance like to build like you say to build a program like You can't do that in one season. Like, first of all, I don't even know if I got all the coaches that I want here. I don't know if I got type of players that fit my scheme that I'm trying to run. Like you said, like it takes time to do that stuff. Like it's not like it's going to happen overnight. Like at least three to four years at minimum, and then it's like okay, like still underperforming, no better than the first or second year. Then okay, I can see something like that. But
0: if whole season. That's the thing though. Like they don't really, they didn't really want him as their coach, and I think like that was very clear. Like that was not; they were just doing it to do it. And I, you know, the best part about this is Lovey Smith. No obvious confirmation, but Lovey Smith knew he was fired. That's why he went out there and won that game and tried to win that game and went for two to (laughs) seal the game and knew he was done. Like Tom Pilicero rap. Rappaport were all like, yeah, he's been meeting with them, trying to convince them he's the guy. But everybody's saying it's one and done. The decision is made up already before he went into that final game. That's insane, though. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's insane. Like, bro, this isn't a thing you're hacking. You didn't get Russell Wilson. You had Davis Mills. You don't have Jared Judy and Cortland Sutton and like a defense that was like top of
2: the league the year prior. And they this def- year, like- yeah, they, they never had it. They only, you know who kept them on the map? Deshaun Watson. Watson yeah, kept it relevant. I'm looking at their record. They haven't won five games since he left since he stopped playing for them.
1: Insane. They they the, best the, player the was Brandon Cooks.
2: And three Brandon, seasons, they haven't won five games. Brandon Cooks is, is their best traded. player. Yeah. And he, he won winning. he he been wanting out. He wanted out the trade deadline. He already mm-hmm. knew
1: what time it was. We just tanking. We just here. we just
2: that's what I'm saying. He he a veteran. He's like, I'm wasting my career. you got me out here just playing football. <laughs> like, literally. <laughs> playing football.
1: I'm out here for fun. Literally. You said
2: playing football.
0: <laughs> he had, to, he had to run the cardio.
2: <laughs> I'm getting paid, right. yeah, but for nothing.
0: That that's facts. That's facts. All right. So Honestly, it's going to be hard for me to see someone wanting this Texas job. Like, unless you're Josh McCow, who you know they've been kind of thirsty for you for a minute, it's going to be hard for me to see someone wanting this Texas job, feeling like this is an organization that doesn't have their stuff together and is very temperamental with their coaches. So, like, that is why they are just like, I thought, they might be the worst run organization in the NFL right now. That was a diversity stunt, but
1: what's a diversity stunt if the man don't even make it the whole seat two years, like one
0: it's season? A stunt. It's a <laughs> yeah, stunt. okay. Yeah, they wanted it. you to know it was for real. A stunt. <laughs> That's what it is. They were like, Yo, man, we ain't doing this for two years. Hell no, <laughs> 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 Shit, this one was enough. All right, y'all. That was the TR. Oh,
2: spit that tea, Ooh, sis. Spit that tea, Ooh. sis.
0: All right, so we are going to move right into the RPO with T.O. So this first
1: one here is for Sam, and it's, I mean, honestly, it's pretty serious. This guy's had multiple concussions this season. Like, not saying that, you know, I don't know his situation health-wise, but from the outside looking in, it's pretty serious, and he might need to consider retiring. However, are the Dolphins dead in the water without Tua, Sam? What do you think?
3: Run a pass. I'm going to run with it. I think this season they are. Maybe if Tua can get back healthy or next season they can find a replacement. They have all the offensive weapons where you shouldn't need a really elite quarterback. You just need someone that can get Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle the ball. But up to this point, Teddy Bridgewater hasn't been able to stay on the field. And I don't think. Skyler Thompson is it in terms of competing against Buffalo in the playoffs. So for this season without two, I think they're dead in the water. Um, But provided he can come back next season or they have a whole off season to get someone integrated into their system, I could see them having like a similar like Brock Purdy type of success, just plugging a quarterback in to replace Jimmy G type of thing. But I don't see it this season, especially playing Buffalo. In the first round, I just don't see it. Agreed.
1: I think they have a lot of options this off season. If they really want to go after a quarterback, I mean, some really notable names out there. Like I said, Jimmy G. Maybe Lamar wants to go down to Miami. You know, I mean, oof, just think about that. That's Tom Brady. <laughs> Potentially Tom Brady still. Yeah. Geno Smith, you've really, really been punished.
0: Yeah. Like, you already been punished, so might as well. (laughs) (laughs) But, man, you know, like I said,
1: it's a lot of options out there for them this offseason. And then also, you know, there's always trade. You know, you can always trade for somebody as well. Um, This next one, going to go to Ant. So there's been rumors and speculations that the Bears can even consider drafting the quarterback at number one. So would this have been the biggest mistake ever, from the Bears
0: franchise. Run or pass. I'm going to run with this, but like, <laughs> this is some of the most audacious, ridiculous nonsense that I have ever heard. Like, at this point. You know seriously, took the glasses off. <laughs> yeah, I'm like so flabbergasted that people say stuff this stupid. And like, it's clearly just for the clicks because it doesn't make any sense. This dude almost led the league in rushing, but we shut him down. Like, he almost broke the single quarterback season rushing record, but we shut him down. That's that's how prolific he is with his legs. And then his arm talent is clearly there, but he doesn't have the current weapons to show it off. You do not know what any quarterback in this draft will be in the league. People more frequently than not miss when they draft a quarterback, and not just kind of miss. They miss-miss. They miss-miss. like, Think about the top what? Zach Wilson. Facts. The top three quarterbacks taken in the last draft. Well, two drafts to go. That big draft. Justin Fields' draft. Two of them you are not sure are any good. One of them you're positive is garbage. That's true. (laughs) Like, yo, it it doesn't make any sense to – Risk that type of gamble instead of build up the rest of your team with all the assets you have. Like, bruh, I, okay. that's that's just so dumb. So, yes, it would be one of the biggest mistakes we'd ever made in the franchise. Because it just... What? Agreed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, nah, B. Nah, yeah, I'm over that it. definitely
1: wouldn't that definitely wouldn't make any sense at all for y'all to to do that. Um, I mean, this guy, like you say, is he's dynamic and rushing, and it's not even like it's on design calls. This man is like, hey, ain't nothing open, nothing downfield, and he's doing what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And right now, honestly, it's kind of like without help at the receiver p- position for real. And if y'all decide, obviously, he's the guy that you guys should go forward with. You know? Let's build around him, and we know his talent. So let's build around him. That's that's he should be the guy. That's a no-brainer. It's no-brainer. So his next question is here is for Cliff, who and he already seemed like he's a little iffy about this, this <laughs> upcoming this upcoming game against the Bucks and Tom and Tom Brady. So uh, Mike McCarthy, will he be out of a job if the Cowboys don't make it to the Super Bowl? Run a pass.
2: Uh, I Jerry Jones tried to come out and say that he was fine no matter what happened in the playoffs. Blase, blase. I'm not hearing that because if you go into the first round again and lose again to Tom Brady and the Bucks, who I hate this first round ma- matchup. I'd rather honestly seen somebody else, anybody else. I'd rather anybody? see anybody, anybody else just because. You it's, really see the Niners? Yeah, I mean they got us out of the way in the, last year, so I mean, it, I mean, <laughs> 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 and the, that, said, yeah. I mean that rookie out there playing really well uh, at Q, and it's Tom Brady. I don't. Who wants to see Tom Brady in the playoffs? Like, I get That's it. Like, fact. I I still First don't think <laughs> I still don't think that team is a good team overall. I still don't, but I don't want to play Tom Brady. Like, I just I just don't like. And I think if, if Mike go out there and, and shit the bed, you gotta you gotta consider it, man, because what are you doing with the talent? Like you've had time. See now we're back. Oh, you made it to the playoffs, made it to the playoffs, made it to the playoffs. I don't care. I've been seeing us make the playoffs multiple times. We'll have a year where we don't, and then oh, we're we're back in the playoffs the next few years. Like, but we out in the first round consistently. Like we haven't it, it's it's just you gotta you gotta at least make a championship game like give me yeah, give me there at, yeah, at least give NFC NFC me yeah. give me there so I, I think you gotta consider it i mean especially for a guy that's already taken the team to the super bowl and one one with, with the packers and them and honestly they, they was talking I think it was today that was the the Des Bryant he, he should have called it against the mm-hmm. Packers uh, that that was our year look and look I'll be honest that was it <laughs> we get we got robbed on a on a on a call that would have been a catch. That changed everything and we lost to that motherfucker again. So uh we can't beat that guy. Tom Brady's gotten us out the way the past two times he played him opening the season. Um so Dak said we'll see you again and, and now we got our chance and we're gonna see how they act. But that showing Man. that showing on Sunday was bad, so I ain't even gonna elaborate on that.
1: I, I mean the big thing is too, like you said, like you bring up the whole Packers stint right he had a stint with the packers and i mean they had some pretty good teams and we already know what it was for them we know at that time they was damn sure gonna make the nfc championship game and that was it so we seen him as a head coach and you know plenty of instances where like hey like yeah we, we gonna have some success but we ain't gonna get you all the way there like i'm not the coach that's gonna get us over the hump so I definitely think i I agree with you there if if he don't make it to at least the nfc championship game this year i don't even know if that's enough to save him but for me that's why i pose the question at super bowl because i think if he don't make it to the super bowl yeah that's his ass
2: Hey, TL said he's he running running with it.
1: Hey, on another <laughs> note, a lot of coaches that we figured was on the hot seat this past season got in the boot too. So, but we I know we talk about it a little. But uh next question here, just for everybody to chime in a little bit. So just want to hear all you all thoughts. So with OBJ still a free agent, and now sources have it that DeAndre Hopkins is available for trade, would it be a better option to trade for DeAndre Hopkins? And take on his 20 million dollar contract as opposed to signing OBJ, run or pass. That's that's Ooh. that's that's a tough question.
0: Who is that? Is this for like the field or a particular yes. team? That's that's the field. I, I need oh, to know man. if if y'all,
1: each one of y'all, are you running or passing with that? You gonna you gonna trade for D Hop or are you gonna sign OBJ?
3: I'm running. Give me Nuke for the 20 million. I I feel like that's a sure thing. And I don't know, like, if OBJ had come back at the end of this regular season, and I had seen something, maybe I could go the other way. But I have no idea, like, what he's going to look like. So am and DeAndre Hopkins looks amazing despite the Cardinals being horrible. So I'm going to go D Hop. Yeah,
0: I got to go D Hop, man. I feel bad saying this because OBJ is such a ridiculous talent, but like. We know like Sam is right. D Hop is a quantifiable player at this moment, what he looks like. But also D Hop is one of the only quarterbacks that I mean, one of the only wide receivers that feels quarterback independent. Like yeah. <laughs> that 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 just different. It's just different. He feels quarterback independent. He's gonna put up numbers. Yeah, he don't care who you playing with. He listen, get me the ball.
2: He <laughs> gotta it gotta be D Hop. I mean you ain't seen Odell play for an entire year. I mean, it's just tough, especially after. I mean, we know how he was playing before then, and I wish he would have came back early in the season. But he said he was he would be ready for playoffs. So playoffs are here. I wonder if there's somebody that needs him or would would risk signing him right now, not knowing. I think it's just it's just it's pretty far-fetched to think that he's gonna just show up in <laughs> the playoffs. I mean, and, if he if he was impact. healthy
1: and he came in and passed the physical, maybe but that's still a big if he's healthy because nobody knows right but i would definitely agree with y'all like i'm going d hop here even this season coming back even with guys like justin jefferson tearing it up and you know he he came back after missing a couple games and the man just looked, i mean unstoppable so i mean even at the age of what 30 he'll be 31 we know at least honestly i'm not gonna lie for the next i would say personally for the next two to three years, I think we can get the same production out of him. Uh, he, what you, he also what you, wants a new contract, though.
2: Yeah, what are you willing to give okay. up for?
1: True. Uh, I think like a second and fourth. I mean, you got to pay him $20 million, so I got to take on his contract. I can't give you no first. First of all, when y'all got him, you didn't get a first. You didn't trade a first, man. I I All
2: right. <laughs>
1: That is In uh, that
2: that's was, insane. Like, that was that. That was they gave that man away for nothing, though. That's, that's I think that was
1: just Bill O'Brien disrespecting that
2: man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't, we ain't gotta be hard.
0: bad because Bill O'Brien was bad. Like, yeah. that I, I believe I strongly believe that. Uh, we ain't gotta be bad because <laughs> Bill O'Brien is bad. Like, I, I strongly believe that. Um, but yeah, you got to give him a new deal. Like, if the Bears gave up a second and a fourth for him, I'd be happy that that's a move that we made. But, like, who knows? But, like, I'd be geeked. I'm not going to lie. I'd be geeked that it happened. The thing a is, second like, and a fourth, yeah. You're not even impressed about
1: him as far as like his speed because we know he gets open. Like, he gets separation. Rock running is good. And he catches anything in his radius with three, four people on him. So, I mean, just to know you're getting that type of talent is, I feel like, to me, it's worth all the value. Bill, if you listening. Hey. <laughs> and
2: Bill,
1: Bill, if you listening, go get that man. Hey. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, that's not going to stop. <laughs> uh, who's your offensive coordinator? Is it still going to be mass particular? And listen,
2: it, it, we are calling 30 it, screen. It, it still, it's still. <laughs> It's still it's still no coordinator needed.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, no, coordinator needed now. We, we got a job posted. We got we got indeed all of that. Yeah, uh, jobs posted everywhere. And then uh our last question here for the field is should Lamar Lamar Jackson should not play run or pass.
0: Yeah, no, nah, he shouldn't play. I'm gonna run with it. Like, there's unless he's gonna win the Super Bowl this year. I don't think there's much of an upside to him playing. Agree. That's just the truth of it. Like, he's in a situation where if he's actually still hurt and he plays through the injury, he's not going to be Lamar. And it's a knee injury. And, like, a lot of Lamar is moving around, being elusive, extending plays, using his – nah, B. A, you can hurt yourself worse, especially if you're not 100% out there. B. If you play bad, the Ravens are going to use that against you in contract negotiations. Like you got, there's not enough upside to put yourself on the field.
2: Not worth it. Don't don't play. I don't think. I honestly don't think they're going to make out the first round anyway. Don't play. Especially uh-uh. especially without especially without him. I, like I, I don't. I mean, so hopefully he just doesn't play this week, and he only got to worry about it, and they out and keep it moving and. He can see where his his future lies, but he shouldn't play. He shouldn't force through it. He ain't practiced and don't know how long and you're coming out in the playoff game. Just it ain't worth it. You wanna know I mean? they they ain't pay you. They ain't do what they're supposed to do. They gonna try some bullshit and try, gonna try to tag you. Nah, I wouldn't play.
3: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah, I definitely agree that he shouldn't play, um, especially not being 100% healthy. I think the biggest thing, too, one of the biggest things, or one, one of the things that we should talk about as well or just bring up is that the Ravens are totally okay with him not being 100% in playing, which was – that came out as well, which is absurd. Like, But we all know that's how these organizations feel. Like They want you to go out there and push through, no matter who the player is, how much paying you, Contract negotiations coming up. They could care less about you being one hundred percent healthy. Like we make it to the playoffs. Listen, they say. Listen, Terrell, if T.O. can go out there and play on a broke leg in the Super Bowl, <laughs> you can come out here and play on a sprained knee. T.O.
0: should yeah. not do that though. Like, <laughs> but also, but also, it's the Super Bowl. Like you yeah, yeah, take like the agree, Super Bowl. Agree. agree We're agree. talking <laughs> the first round of the
2: playoffs. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But that's still a pretty significant injury to, you know, push through. So, that's the only reason why I brought it up. But, yeah, that, that's it for the, the RPO section, man. That, that was pretty good right there. All right, Bet we
0: got Cliff with our uh, Players of the Week from Week 18.
2: All right, I'm going to keep it short, sweet, simple. Uh, on offense, uh, I'm going to go with Keenan Allen. He had eight for 102 and two TDs. Um, Had a day, and it was good to see him get back to his normal self after being hurt a little bit and in and out of lineup. Um, For a defensive player, I mean, he just kind of went crazy. Josh Allen for the Jaguars um, had six tackles, two QB hits, a TFL, forced fumble, a fumble recovery, and a TD, which was the deciding play of the game. Uh, So, I mean, he had a fucking day. Those my those my Week 18 players.
0: Bet, bet, bet. We got Sam, Game of the Week.
3: Okay, so a lot of these games are – I mean, all of them are good. They're all playoff games. So choosing Game of the Week was kind of tough. I have an uh, honorary mention because I think that one game is going to be more exciting than the other, but the stakes of one made me go with it. So my honorary mention – is the Chargers at the Jaguars. I honestly think – I think this is going to be the most exciting game if I had to pick one, just in terms of you got two young quarterbacks facing off in the playoffs that have had a lot of success early, um, squaring off against each other in Trevor Lawrence and uh, Justin Herbert. You got uh, Coach in Brandon Staley on the Chargers, who is on the hot seat and kind of – viewed as needing to win this game. Um, And then you got a coach of the year candidate on the other side in Doug Peterson, who is not only secure in his job, but really looking like, especially at the end of the season, uh, that he has the Jaguars playing the right way. And with a lot of momentum, I mean, they kind of came out uh, looking, starting slow, new system, new head coach, Trevor Lawrence still getting adjusted but really went on a tear at the end of the season to end up winning the AFC South. So we'll talk about this more in the five fly, but I think the outcome of this game is one. I honestly have no clue who's going to win. We did our little playoff prediction thing earlier and this game gave me a lot of pause. So I think this is going to be a really good one. I think both offenses have potential to be really high powered. The Jags defense has looked good late in the season. The Chargers defense has looked better late in the season after coming out um, and looking underwhelming when we expected them to look really good, like with the addition of J.C. Jackson next to Derwin and everything. So um, I think both teams are looking kind of at their peak strength or back in their peak strength at the right time. Like Cliff just said, Keenan Allen's looking like a real X factor out there Um, again. Mike Williams is not going to play, right? Mm. Yeah, so that's He's tough. To um, but regardless, I think it'll be a really good game. But the game of the week I ended up picking was the Cowboys at the Bucks. I just think with the brands that both of these teams are, the Cowboys and Tom Brady on the other side, the stakes of like – Tom Brady's team being ass all year, but him getting back to the playoffs and, you know, like Cliff said, you never want to face Tom Brady in the playoffs. He just seemingly finds a way to win in these situations. And then on the Cowboys side, a lot of speculation about if they win this game or lose this game is Mike McCarthy's job. Safe Jerry Jones coming out and saying it is, but I mean, like you said in the, the RPO, it's it kind of seems like that is not the case. So a lot of stakes for both of these teams. Um, and I just think that this game will be less exciting. Like it has the potential to just be a big defensive battle because the Cowboys' defenses look great all year. The Bucks have like kind of gone up and down. Um, but their offense is looking a lot better, at least with the Brady and Mike Evans connection down the stretch. So I think this has the potential to be – a really high stakes game but in terms of how fun it's going to be i don't think it's going to be as fun to watch as the jaguars and chargers game but i think the stakes elevate it to like that game of the week status okay so okay, yeah vibes. that's it
0: for the game of the week vibes vibes what we have next is our playoff bracket challenge we i might even put the link in the description of the video And like in the description of the episode, because what we have done is opened up a challenge with an O, which is a website where you can do a bracket challenge. We have each filled out our bracket for the playoffs. And we are going to compare our brackets and talk about how we expect the season to end out. So we will start with the first place where this is actually weird because I'm like on the bottom of a 3-1 is the Jacksonville Jaguars Chargers game. Everybody but me said that the Jaguars would win this game.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, I, I went maybe, back and forth, like Sarah said. That, that, one I did took, too. I, that one took me the longest. And I honestly yeah. just, I just went back, looked at the schedules, looked at recent plays. They've kind of been kind of the same team, like, as far as like being really good and oh, uh, What is, who are we watching? Like, and I think the Chargers have fought through a lot of injuries and Trevor Lawrence has just fought through like coming to his own. And I think, like Sam said, it's gonna be one of the better games. Uh, I just don't know, like I don't know who's gonna win.
1: That's a fact. Hey. The first thing I thought about when I saw the when I was thinking about that matchup, and it took me a minute too. I was like, hold on. Didn't the Jaguars bust their ass the first when they played earlier in the season? And then I went back and I was like, they bust their ass earlier in the season. (laughs) So I was like, yeah, I'm going to lean this way because I just feel like the Chargers, man, I just feel like they've just been a big disappointment as far as what we expected from them. And I just don't see them. Honestly, I just expect another, this is a game they're supposed to win, but they're not going to win it type of situation, personally.
3: Yeah, I agree. I think... I think Doug Peterson's gonna outcoach Brandon Staley,
0: honestly. That's valid, man. I think the Chargers are just like a better team, and they kind of caught their wind at the right time. Like the Jaguars have not looked great the last what game or two. Like they won. Yeah. Yeah. But they beat Josh Dobbs. Like, <laughs> I like Josh Dobbs, right? But, like, it was, it, it was like, like they play all that well on the offensive side of the ball. And I believe Justin Herbert will put up, put up points. Trevor Lawrence has been a little bit off since he got that that's a foot injury.
3: Toe injury. Toe yeah.
0: injury, yep. Yeah. But we'll, we will see. Like, that one I was all the way on the bottom of. So, the other side of that bracket is the Cincinnati Bengals, Baltimore Ravens. Everybody picks Cincinnati. So, uh, like, I think I think we could just move that one on. Like, we That's don't think wash. it's anything real. <laughs> it's a wash. All right. Bills, Miami. Everybody picked the Bills. Wash. Wash. All right. Wash. <laughs> wash. The next place where there's actually real dissent is, is the Dallas Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It is a 2 2 decision mm. here with me and TO going for Dallas and Sam and Cliff, who's actually the <laughs> <biggest> Cowboy fan, <laughs> say the Tampa Bay will win the game. Is that who I went with? Yes, sir. <laughs> this man. <laughs> I, 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 hey,
2: actually, I actually come think I'm the Cowboys. Mess. I swear I put the Cowboys. You did. I swear I put the Cowboys, but I did not have us going all the way. I will put the Cowboys.
0: Oh, then oh, if you put, put the Cowboys Bucks. in a sand by himself with the Bucks, mm-hmm. all right, Brady man. by himself with the Brady. Yeah, Brady.
2: That, like, I had to think the about Bucks that one too. Bucks aren't a good team. I'm not gonna lie? I
3: thought no, they aren't. Right, I didn't say the
2: Bucks. I said <laughs> Brady. He said Brady. And I was talking <laughs> all that shit about my guys, but. It come to the bracket, I'm gonna pick my guys. Pick my guys. <laughs> okay, my guys. so you was freaking at the top. And look, we're not done, we're not done. Look, look, look. I picked my boys. Hopefully, we can get that. Hopefully, get that run. But like I said, expect disappointment. <laughs> I, I thought about that one
3: for
1: a minute, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. I thought about that one for a minute. I did, me too. I went back and
3: forth because uh, one thing I saw that was interesting is that the uh. Bucks are two and four against other teams in the playoffs, whereas the Cowboys are five and three. So you would think because the Cowboys have played better competition better this season and they're at home, right? Um, you no, know,
2: Bucks would be at home. Oh, They'd Bucks are at home. Yeah. They had yeah. a losing record. But hey, I know, I know. I hey, that, that division's ass. I know.
0: The Cowboys have benefited from one of, one of a couple of those before.
2: Hey, hey, hey! Not, not no losing record in the playoffs. It was, it
0: was eight and eight. It was eight and eight. eight, eight. <laughs> Five hundred.
3: But yeah, the the Bucks have been bad against good teams this year, so that did give me some pause. But I, it's the playoffs, and it's Tom Brady, bro. So hold on, he can't
2: go eight and eight. It was eight and nine. Yeah, I just no, no. back
0: to about the back Cowboys in the day. when they got to the uh, playoffs. Oh, with look, a bad hey, look. <laughs> hey, if I <I'm> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. Okay, look, like, honestly, I believe that, like, if this game is just played out in a simulation where everybody does what they're supposed to do, the Cowboys should win this game, like, nine out of ten times. Well, the – can something happen because it just might happen because it's the Cowboys in the playoffs? Mm. Yeah. It might. <laughs> it might.
2: <laughs> They come out there like on that bullshit like they did last man. Last Sorry, two weeks, I'm gonna turn the game off. I'm, I promise. <laughs> you come out there like I did last week. I'm turn the game off. Uh, they played.
3: They played earlier this season. That's the game that Dak got hurt. But one mm-hmm. thing I I he, saw from that game is that uh, CD Lamb had two catches for 29 yards. So they were they were able to shut him down that game. So that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, and what the Cowboys coordinators draw up to kind of counteract them shutting him down last time.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's fair. This next one is the game that we all have unanimous, but I feel like it's actually the most like likely one to go wrong, and it's Minnesota versus the Giants.
2: Yes. We all
0: have Minnesota <laughs> coming out of this game and winning it. But, like, oh, man. This game is honestly for all the marbles on Minnesota's season because if they lose this game, the fraudulent accusations,
2: <laughs> the accusations. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, <true.
0: laughs>
2: Hey, look, and I picked, and I picked them up because I only picked them because they play in the Giants and they barely beat the Giants with a with a sixty-plus-yard field goal. Mm-hmm. True. Now, I, I think the Vikings are a better team. I do. But do I think they will come out and be fraudulent? I do. But I think they're a better <laughs> team. They're a better team. They should win that damn game.
3: Yeah, if it's a close game, they should win. They've, they've played really well in close games. They had hey. the biggest comeback in NFL history this year. Um, what, did, what did I say?
1: Against in, the Colts. What, was last, last week, would that be their biggest issue is close game, a close game?
3: Yeah, but against the Giants, though, I think that the close game thing could play to their benefit. If they're trying to play a close game against, like, the 49ers,
0: I I don't think it's going to work out. They're not going mean. to play a close game against the 49 But, like, I like Brian Dable as a coach, man. You yeah, he put was- Brian Dable in a close game, the way that defense shows up in the second half, look. But we all picked the Vikings, so. Hey, just know if they lose a close game, I've been calling it for weeks now. That's all. That I is. that that will be that will be ridiculous if they win all their one possession games besides this one. Uh, that'll suck. Time that'll stamp. thirty eight minutes. <laughs> 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 all right, the last game in the first round, Niners versus Seahawks. We all picked the Niners. Like, shout out to the Seahawks for making it. Shout out to yeah. Gino. Broke a couple QB records. That's cool. You're done now. All right. <laughs> and,
2: they got,
3: and they got the Broncos' fifth pick.
2: Yes. They, yeah. They,
3: they made the playoffs they already and got the fifth pick.
2: They already won. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> they only <laughs> up. That puts us with Chiefs-Jaguars. Chiefs-Jaguars because it's like a 3-1, so I'm just on the bottom of that one, Chiefs-Jaguars. Uh, it Wait. doesn't particularly matter. What's Towson Jacks? Everybody no, no, you say it. Me. Yeah, yeah in, the the round. Round. Oh, the, in the first round. Oh, in the first round. The second oh, round so would yeah. be choose Jaguars because everybody but me picked the Jaguars. Oh, so I'm yeah. giving y'all the Jaguars because that's just like, it makes sense. It doesn't particularly matter because everybody has Kansas City moving I'm off. About to this, say, I would have picked Kansas City over either one of them. So to, to the <laughs> AFC championships. Like, I think. Either game is going to be massive for the NFL, like Justin Herbert, like Patrick Mahomes, which, you know, they've already played that up a little bit, or Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, like that's just going to be hard. They're going to be playing at Arrowhead no matter what. Like, I like that. I don't know if there's too much to talk about that game unless anybody feels spicy about it.
3: No, I think you're right. It'll It'll be great for marketing, though, regardless of the
0: opponent. This is the spicy part because we are at Bengals-Bills, which is a rematch of the canceled game. I, I like, I'm not sure if this gets played at a neutral site or if it's not until the championship game so it gets played in Buffalo. I'm not sure, but Bengals-Bills, we all predicted this would be the game that happens. Everybody but me picked the Bills. See...
1: I could have went Cincinnati too, but I don't know that I ain't gonna lie, the way the game started off a couple of weeks ago, Cincinnati was looking real good, I ain't gonna lie to you. But I don't know, I just think Josh Allen, if if he gonna get one, this the time. And it, I mean the time is now. It, it's the best time. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I feel like the Bengals are the better team, but I feel like narrative and story-wise, everything that's just going on with the Bills, I just don't see – like, I just see the story right now, them coming out and beating the Bengals, the game that was supposed to happen. They just have the power of, like, the narrative on their side, even though I think the Bengals are a better team.
0: Are you trying to say the NFL is rigged, Sam?
3: No, I just mean that, like, sometimes the these, like, non – Football strategy things like carry a team, like extra motivation, like when the Lakers won the year Kobe died. like That that was like an extra little non-basketball factor, the uh, narrative that was factoring in to maybe a little motivation. Maybe it's not a real thing, and it's ultimately like the fans and media that attach themselves to these things more than the actual players. But I just think
0: storyline-wise, I can see it.
1: Yeah, Josh Allen gonna have like to have a Josh Allen type of day that day.
0: Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen type of day this year is throwing picks in the red zone. Y'all, got, y'all <laughs> gotta stop playing with me, bro. I've been saying this shit for like seven weeks. But they're like, going make listen, a
2: ridiculous crossbody throw. That's what I'm saying.
0: Like, it's the oh, most mundane throw. That's the problem. It's the routine. Like, he's in the pocket. <laughs> Just right into some other dude's
2: hands. I mean, I didn't yeah. see that a lot from my quarterback, so I, I <laughs> mean, but it's
1: also the other plays, too. That's like, okay, boom, I start scrolling, rolling out to the right. I already had a dude that's crossing the field, and John Brown, who fast as hell, and then he just turned up the field, get behind the defense, whoop, touchdown, throw it up to Gabe Davis, whoop, touchdown, Dawson Knox on some weird stuff, just touchdowns,
0: like. Crazy jumping out of bounds. If it, if it's if the difficulty is on ten, I am positive Josh Allen will make it happen. <laughs> that, that, like it's when the difficulties are like four or five that he just does weird shit. He does <laughs> like he really does that, And those are the ones you can't give away.
1: Yeah, it's he make it look easy though, and it's ridiculous.
2: I, I agree with what Sam said. I think I think that the the Bills just, I think they, I, I do think that a team gets behind, you know, their teammates and stuff like that. That was a really uh, emotional time for them. And, you know, just not knowing what was happening with uh, DeMar and like, but I think I do think that is added motivation for our team. I, I think they will rally behind that as a team is something that brings them closer and, you know, could have bearing on, you know, their emotions during the game, how, locked in they are you know how focused they are like so that I think is definitely uh something that impacts it but I mean this game and it's crazy that they're gonna be I think they're gonna end up playing each other again and I think they should do it at a neutral site simply because it is them playing again this game that they should have played you know what I mean like so I think that would be you know ideal but I think the bills will come out and it's gonna be a great game but I think the bills will come out so yeah, that's going to
3: be a really good game. Bro, I saw Naheem Hines run back that kick first play of the game and was like, God? Like, Bro, like they they
0: – <laughs> Three months after their last time doing it, get a Hamlin where's the number three.
2: Bro, that shit was – if he had returned three, I'd have been like, I'm not watching this no more. I'm not
0: <laughs> I'm not doing this. I, hey, I was that- about done watching. I was sitting there like – and oh, I know
2: you was sick,
0: <laughs> and he still threw one of them weird old picks in the red he zone did. against y'all. Like, I'm just like, bro, I like Josh Allen. Josh Allen is amazing, it's just confounding.
3: Yeah, I'll say it, he's not better than Joe Burrow. I'll say it,
0: I'm,
3: I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you.
0: <laughs> wow, <So, is> spicy. <laughs> I like the bagels, but it's just me. The next round would technically be Philly versus. The Cowboys, based off of our vote, right? And it doesn't particularly matter because everybody had Philly winning this game. I think Philly Dallas is way more interesting than Philly Tampa, personally. Just like rivalry, like the ritual. I mean, Tom got beat for the Eagles. That's not even good beef, though, because, like, the Eagles are like, man, we beat your ass. And Dallas is like, yeah, but you beat our backup. And then like, yo, we beat your ass. And Dallas is like, nah, you beat our backup. <laughs> so, like, the starting quarterback is playing yeah. on both for sides both. for yeah. the first time this yeah. year. Like, let's settle it. Let's settle it for the NFC, like, to get to the NFC championships and lose to yeah. the 49ers. Like, oh, <sighs> um, so I think that. that would be a big one. We have Vikings 49ers basically after this, like everybody would also have the 49ers winning that game and beating the Vikings, which means that we think that Brock Purdy is going to make it to at least, like unanimously think Brock Purdy will make it to at least the NFC championship game. Did y'all see those stats
3: that that he's been like the best quarterback in the league since he came in in like a bunch of advanced stats like qbr and a bunch of things he's like number one the last <laughs> six weeks or whatever he,
2: yeah.
3: he ain't playing, he's, playing good. He, he's good
0: yeah he's playing and, good.
3: and he's i mean good. their team is really good so that helps
0: yeah
1: definitely.
0: yeah now i mean we can have this conversation now because we have some splits on what happens after this brock purdy people have set this bar at the super bowl but I want to set it a little bit lower at the NFC Championship. Brock Purdy gets to the NFC Championship game. What happens with Trey Lance? Trade him.
2: I don't know how oh, much you're gonna no. get for him right now. I think I think he ain't showed nothing. He's been in the league for two seasons now. Uh I mean it's obviously an unfortunate too injury. High. Yeah. I, th- I think you gotta just let him rock. And if somebody becomes in a you know, let him rock as the two. Is the two you you can't you can't change he ain't done nothing to to come back and be like this is my job you got to rock a purdy it's politics Get, Jimmy G's mm-hmm. out Trey Lance is the two until somebody needs a queue and then See, I mean hell keeping another a number two help to help the Niners be in the I'm, position they in now. I'm so. gonna give you the scenario they made the NFC Championship game
1: I think Jimmy G's timetable is NFC Championship game Jimmy G is gonna take over the starting role again
0: I think I don't think so I I, I, I think I, they're gonna put a you got to. You think they do it just to stop the Purdy controversy, or they do it because they think that's how they win?
1: I think he, they're going to do it because they think he's going to give them the best chance to win. However, I do think Trey Lance, when he's healthy next year, is going to is going to be his starting role to lose. Like Brock Purdy, like, hey, Mister R- Irrelevant, we know what production we get out of you, but we drafted this guy too high. Not see what he can do, so I, there's just no way I see them not giving Trey Lance every opportunity to keep the job before they just give it to. So if a guy, Brock Purdy
0: starts, Mr. Mr. Irrelevant. But you don't I'm saying though, as I'm asking, there, if, there's no way. If that, Jimmy G's not ready, let's say Jimmy uh-huh. G's not ready, Brock okay. Purdy starts. You still think this applies? What if Brock Purdy wins the Super Bowl? I don't want to go that far yet. Like I kind of want to go that far. We can. we can. <laughs> we can yeah. But I, I purposely set it an NFC Championship game because, like, it's real hard for him to win the Super Bowl You you do shit else. Like, you just can't. I, I don't yeah, believe he's you can't. Too <laughs> yeah, but if you do it, hey, that's the hey, – I, I Let's just, just start
3: jobs. there. Like, if he wins the Super Bowl, do okay. then Nick folds him, or is it his job?
0: He's a rookie. It's his job. Hey, no, we all think it's his job if he gets to the NFC Championship. T.O. was the only one that said no. So Sam said he wins the Super Bowl. Does he take it? I mean, you still got a really
1: good team surrounding him to where he was able to plug and play. So maybe you're looking at, at this point like it's the system. But does Kyle Shanahan also think, which is why they drafted Trey Lance so high, that he can elevate that system even more than a per se a Brock Purdy so I'm saying hey we drive to him number three overall there's no way because he already had to sit a year behind Jimmy G he come in this year get hurt okay this guy I mean he played really well but th- what I'm saying is it's your job to lose we already know what we got in Purdy so if you don't if he was your- a Super Bowl it's it's tough. How but many, you're games, him too you're how many him games too high? How many games? How many games has Trey Lance won? But he haven't played many, but you was drafting him number three overall that's, two years ago.
0: That's another anyway, point. Two but the Super that, Bowl,
2: you have a Super Bowl winning quarterback on your roster. How many games Brock done one done played in one so far? All of them. All five literally or six. all of them. Five or six.
0: Five, if he go, yeah, if he
2: goes into the playoffs and make it to the NFC championship game. Tio said if
0: he wins the Super Bowl, he like he said if Purdy, I just basically has never lost a game in his entire NFL career, (laughs) and wins a ring in his rookie year, he would say Nah, B, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta go back to Trey Lance. Sometimes you, unless you think
1: you're the next Tom Brady, you gonna you draft it. Trey Lance, too damn high to not play him. And that's my only reason. That's like one, like probably the number reason number one. You drafted him number three overall.
2: I think it's going to be a competition and Brock will to beat him out because Trey's been I, on the field. I do you think know, you say it's gotta a be competition. A comp. it gotta it's got to be a competition. Yeah. It's got to be a comp.
0: But you know some competitions are fixed. That's and true. I think T.O. is saying the competition is going to be fixed for Trey Lance, even if they call it a competition. Oh,
1: up front though, I think it'll be his job to lose. I think they're gonna name him the starter when he's healthy, but then
0: don't it's they his have job to, to lose? That's what
3: I don't don't they have to extend him next year or like make the decision to year uh, three? Uh,
0: fourth I think I, year option, yeah. I think it's what it's called. 5th oh, fifty year option. Your fifty, 50, 50 option up. has to happen before year four starts. So during year three or so at like the end so that's season. tough
3: because yeah. they would need to play him to decide if they wanted to do that. No, or would they? Would they ever that's use true. that option on a backup?
1: Bro, they drafted him too.
3: I'm
0: trying to tell you, His they contract don't have to do it at have... the beginning of year that's three. Well,
3: like the, for example, year four, before year four, Zach Wilson was drafted the pick before Trey Lance, and the Jets have said, "Fuck it." Like it at, at that point. He's proven no. he's
2: ass. Yeah. has he, not. Yeah, he's yeah. He's proven that he's terrible.
3: <laughs> but like, okay. what did the Je- what did the Jets
0: do with Zach Wilson? Just cut like just cut him? Cut base? They said like, they're gonna yes. keep trying with him another year. But I think his leash gets shorter <laughs> and shorter and shorter. This like, is the think- same shit. This, this is the, the same, same shit. This- it's different because of, like the overall success of the team. Right? It's a little different. But I think also they're not going to outright call it Zach Wilson's job like they did this year. Zach is going to walk into a QB competition on J- day one. Tio is saying they're going to do what they
3: Against did Against Jimmy year.
0: Garoppolo or someone. <laughs> uh,
2: Jimmy should be get... out of there. Jimmy should have another job. Oh, he's he's definitely leaving. Yeah, he's he's gone. He's he gone. he, he's he gone. said, I did my time. I came back, did, my, did more time. <laughs> and, nah. Jimmy
3: Garoppolo is going to go from – Competing for the job against Trey Lance, and he's gonna go move up one more draft pick and go steal Zach Wilson's job next. Zach, hey,
2: Zach said he's gonna give any veteran, <laughs> any veteran <laughs> quarterback to get signed. Hell. Hey, at <laughs> minimum for Trey <laughs> well, Lance. you just need to be, make a routine play.
1: <laughs> it will be a quarterback competition at minimum for Trey Lance. But I think he like yeah. I said, I just think he's gonna be given every opportunity based on the fact that y'all picked him so high. Where you took and him you in. And you haven't gotten to see his potential yet. You haven't. That, For example, in this case, we know uh, Justin Fields' floor, but we don't know Trey Lance's floor. So, you know what where are we going to get from Trey Lance, who's dynamic? We believe he's dynamic running the ball, and physically, but can he Brock, put that
2: they, on the Brock field, came in, Brock came in right away and just had it. Sometimes he you was just had it.
0: How long does Trey Lance go? I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: Oh. You know what they should do? They should no, tell no, Brock Purdy. I, I oh, my
0: bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> he
2: he came in, Brock came in and was ready. And Trey's had, this is, this is he got hurt in early year too, but he's had, he's had games. He played it and he hasn't, he hasn't looked good. Like, I agree. You, you can't say he's looked, oh, the, the, oh he, he really, show, he, he hasn't had Justin Fields moments. I haven't seen any of those. I didn't see any of those and I know he played a few games but if we compare the amount of games he played versus Brock I'm taking Brock. They probably Agreed. played close to about the, about the same about 5 about 5 games or so and they and he's in his first few starts versus Trey who's been in the league, had experience under Jimmy G, learned the offense, two seasons. like I just a whole offseason coming in knowing you're going to be the guy, it just it just don't it just don't really add up. I think. I think it's going to be a competition because you have to because they both young guys. They literally one year apart as far as when you draft um, when you drafted them, but or two, yeah, one year apart when you drafted them. But you it's the have history,
1: to. though. It's the history of first round picks. When you pick a first round pick that don't necessarily pan out, you give them every opportunity. For example,
0: Zach Wilson this year. Okay, but this is the this is not the Jets. It's not. They have another
2: quarterback. The
0: The Jets Jets don't.
2: don't (laughs) The Niners do. The Jets don't.
0: They also built to win now. Like even if you think you can get Trey Lance to a ceiling, how long do you think it's going to take you? Because Trey Lance was still behind coming into year two, and he's Mm -hmm. not going to be able to have a full offseason of working to get back ahead like he did coming into year two because he's going to be rehabbing. Yeah. Bro, like he's gonna be rehabbing the whole time.
2: That wasn't no regular injury.
0: So ask yourself, how long are you going to be willing to wait for Trey That's Lance to question. hit his peak with a team like this? You got in Cmat, you got Debo, you got a strong defense. Like Kiddle. this was the issue with trying to start Trey Lance over Jimmy G two years ago. It was just like, how can you look at these boys and say that? Yeah. Yeah.
3: As crazy as it sounds, and I don't know if they would ever do this, but I mean, it would make sense to pull Brock Purdy's side, be like, hey, man, we can't trade Trey Lance for nothing. So we're starting him the first four weeks and then trading his ass. And we're going to start you again after. But you we got to get this dude let some him, games.
2: Let him build his stock up a little bit. Because right now, I would say you get much more.
3: Yeah, you, you, but if you, you stuck him like three games and he looks good, then you could be like, ah, well, right, we don't right. need him. But
2: right, exactly. I think yeah, that that, that would make sense. That would make sense. You get something for him. You don't want to get nothing for that. What where you picked him at? You can't yeah. get nothing for him. If he's not the guy you know it in during camp, then you better play your
0: cards right. You got problems. You do got problems. (laughs) All right, all right. So then that brings us to figuring out our championship games. We'll start with the one that everybody has, like the unanimous matchup, and that's Philly Niners NFC Championship. And we are currently split 2-2 on Eagles and Niners. I have the Niners. Sam has the Niners. Cliff and T.O. have the Eagles. It's tough. Right. That's tough. It
3: is. This right. one is so tough.
0: It it was it was really
2: hard. Damn, you
0: got love for the Eagles, my guy.
2: No, nah, but I mean, I picked who I picked when I started the season, and I did some reevaluating, and I and my mind hasn't changed. So I, I mean, but the end outcome.
1: Honestly, I just – both defenses I think are really good, but I do think the Eagles do have the, the, the nod here based on their secondary. Um, yeah. I mean, Darius Slade, Bradbury, C.D. Deuce. I mean – and then they got some beef up front. So, right.
2: you know. Hey, they had four players with ten sacks? Bro, eight. Hey. Bro. <laughs> They had they, the league, league leader arms. in interceptions. I mean, he was tied, but league leader. That's in interceptions. Enough. They're deeper D deep line. I lines, mean, you so tied. It's a, you first. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like yeah.
2: He, he. I mean, they. That team, like I said, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not blind to it. That team is built to win right now, and they have a fucking top ten pick, t- number ten pick in the draft. Like, it's just ridiculous, bro. They, yeah. They should be there. Um, I don't think I picked them to win it though. Yeah, man,
0: I just – I kind of believe in Cal Shanahan and the 49ers and the way they like to play ball. It's like and at no point in time can I tell you that I think the Eagles are bad on any phase of the game, but I do think, like, the Niners are really good. The Niners' defense, their front – the Niners' front is good. I think the Niners' front might actually be able to contain some of the RPO stuff. And if you can do that, we know that Eagles' okay. offense isn't the same. I think Brock Pruddy would do well enough. It will be schemed well enough. And their run game would be do well enough. And we're going to get, presumably, Debo back, right? And I think Debo's going to be wide backing in the playoffs. Like, maybe not during the season because he's like, that's not necessary. But in the playoffs, they might hand Debo that rock and tell him to go handle business. They're going to do it. You I put mean, those two guys, guys in the backfield,
1: yeah. And- but at the same time, I just think that, I mean, on the other, on the flip side, you do have A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith.
2: Kyle Miles Sanders, and James Watkins. Everybody, hell. everybody.
1: So even if they are able to contain some of that RPO stuff, like we see Mr. I'm him. And then you got Devontae Smith, who he's been playing really well, too. So I mean, it's not like their passing game is subpar either. If they're not running RPOs, so yeah. You know.
2: And I think I think like you mentioned with the Niners' D line versus the Eagles' run game, I think the I think that the Eagles' D line will be pretty damn good against I against mean, what they what the Niners like to do and that's run the ball. I mean, if I'm if I'm the Eagles, I, I'm saying we gotta we gotta stop the run. You gotta stop the run.
1: They got the beef up, and, and that's
2: and look, and that's a hard ass thing to say against the Niners, but. That's what I'm coming in there and saying. And you're going to make the rookie beat you through the air. That's what That's what you got to do.
3: Yeah. For sure. I went with the Niners just to me since they got CMC. They've just looked like just such a strong team. And they made such a good run last year. And I feel like they're even better this year. And I don't know. I feel like this is like the Eagles' first real run. And I, I've seen the Niners kind of be here before. So – I gave them the edge, but I think this is good. If this game happens, it will be so good.
1: I just think it's a tougher task for Brock Purdy against that secondary versus Jalen Hurts versus the Niners secondary, for example.
2: Yeah. yeah, I think they're both solid defenses, but
1: uh, for sure, I just think the Eagles secondary, I definitely give them the nine. Yeah, yeah the
2: second, yeah, yeah. All
1: right, yeah. I mean, you got two guys that can go out there and lock.
2: And then right, hello, and then and then, then at safety. Yeah,
1: so and the then you got right the slot guy, here. you know, C.D. Deuce come down and cover somebody, too. And-
2: they got a secondary, and they got a hell of a D-line. Yeah. I mean.
0: That's why All I did right. not in On the AFC side, it'd be Kansas City versus Buffalo Bills uh, because I'm the only one to pick the Bengals. Uh, and, <laughs> 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 hey, that's just what happened. They could easily be there, though. They could. They could. And, we, and, and we wouldn't be
2: surprised.
0: Yeah, and it's a split. Sam has Kansas City winning and going to the Super Bowl. To play the Niners and everybody else had the Bills. So that's T.O. and Cliff had the Bills coming out to go play the Eagles. Actually, both of y'all had Bills Eagles as your Super Bowl. Sam had Bills Niners and I had Chiefs Niners. Sorry, Chiefs Niners. Thank you. Chiefs Niners. I had Bengals Niners. So. Those are all really
2: good matches. Yeah, he went all the yeah. way with the he went all yeah. away with the Bengals. I did, bro. <laughs> I think the Bengals away. are nice, man. I don't I don't man, disagree. I don't disagree. I just I it's hard to pick against that man, Patrick Mahomes. But we know who I don't know. he's him. done it before. But we know who that beats would him. Be, That's what I'm saying. I know, I know.
3: That would be four <laughs> and if Joe beat Mahomes in the playoffs. He would be four and against Pat the last two insane. years. That
2: would be insane, man. Players play when players play Right?
0: Hey. <laughs> hey, you can't hey. show up. Hey, so that so that puts us at our Super Bowl predictions, the Super Bowl winners for us all. We got Cliff with the Buffalo Bills, TO with the Buffalo Bills, Sam with the San Francisco 49ers, hmm. and me with the Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, all the hey, way! Man. I think Joe Burrow coming back for it. Joe, Joe I like it though. Joe, Joe, nice like that, man. He is, he is
3: Gen Z Tom Brady. <laughs> 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 all
0: right, so that would, I guess, by popular vote, we'd have the Bills as a pod. The Bills winning the Super Bowl. So that that'll be very interesting to see. That is our playoff bracket. I will try to put the link in the description on YouTube as well as in the pod platform so you can fill out a bracket and compete with us to see who has the most accurate predictions for what the playoffs end up like. What we got now is the five fly with Sam. So I'm
3: just – instead of doing five games, we're well, I haven't even counted. It might actually be five games. We're just going to go through all of them. We've talked about most of these games already – So I'm just going to go through the lines with y'all and hear y'all's thoughts. We know who we are picking to win these games already, but we haven't talked about the spread yet. So with the first game, we got Seattle at the 49ers. The Niners are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. What do y'all think? We all had uh, uh, Seattle losing this game, but do y'all think they come within 10 points, or do you think the Niners
0: run away with it? Like nine-and-a-half is wild and disrespectful. You know, like, I don't like it. I think uh, I think they'll look a little bit more competitive than that. I'm willing to say they'll look more competitive than that. And the Seahawks will cover the spread but lose by like a touchdown.
3: For context, they played twice this year. They are division rivals slash opponents. The first game was a blowout, 49ers won 27-7. But the last game, which was December 15th, the 49ers only won by 8 that was 21 to 13 but the Seahawks were at home for that game um so they covered the spread the last time but this is a home game for the 49ers if that changes your perspective at all i can
1: i can see them winning by like 10 I, i'm i'm a rock with it
3: With rock the 49ers has, to cover i'm rock
1: yeah i'm i'm a rock with the four. As wild as it might sound it don't really seem that wild because I know the Niners can put up points. So and their defense is really good. So it's not like Gino's gonna go out there and carve them up. I mean, he's been yeah. carving people up all season for for the most part. But I just don't see Gino going out there and carving them up like that. So I'm a roll with the Niners.
2: Same same here. I think it's gonna be a very similar game to what we saw last time they played.
3: Yeah, I, I'm with y'all. I think the Niners cover the nine and a half. But, I mean, I could see it being closer. We all have them winning, though. I just think at home especially. And Gino just hasn't been – Gino was only able to put up seven points the first time and then 13 points the second time. Like, right. this Niners defense has just been different. So, I got to give them the edge there, I think. Um, the next game we talked about for the game of the week, this spread is really close. It's the Chargers at the Jaguars. The Chargers are two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. And like Tio said earlier in the pod, they played earlier this year. The Jaguars won that game 38-10. to 10. That was week four, I'm pretty sure. So they got the Chargers as road favorites, but not by much. They don't even have it as like a full field goal. So what do you all think? I can't remember what the exact split was on this game. Do we all have the Jaguars besides me? Got you. Yeah, I got. Yeah, I'm. I'm standing beside
1: it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I got the Jazz covering,
1: man. I got (laughs) got the Jazz covering this. I mean, Uh, I don't know. I just don't see Brandon Staley getting the job done. Um, See Doug Peterson out coaching them, and honestly, the the Jags—they've been having a couple guys that you know, have been showing not necessarily saying like a Christian Kirk type worth, but they've been showing that like, hey, we're some guys like Evan Ingram. We all thought, hey, he might not be a guy like when he was in New York dropping so many passes and, you know, didn't really look all that good. But as of late, he's been he's been coming on. Christian Kirk has been coming on. Zay Jones having a career year. I mean, Travis Etienne looking really good in his sophomore season. So even though he didn't play technically kind of like a red shirt, but I mean, they just looking really good. I mean, and hey, we did it. We did it once while we can't do it again.
2: Yeah, yeah, I'm working, yeah, I'm working with the Jags.
3: So <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the three-one because it's it's yeah. like obviously if you uh, if you think the Chargers are going to win, you take the two and a half point spread. You wouldn't mess with the money line or anything like that.
2: Yeah, didn't didn't this. Chargers, Brandon Staley's first year in the playoffs. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no context. The no
0: context is wild. Just the
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 the no context is wild. Look, he ain't been able to. He ain't been able to get over the hump. He finally got over the hump, and now it's gonna be a new hump to get over. And that's that's I don't. I don't think they're gonna make it out of the first first round. Like I said, I think the game's gonna be really close and they can very well win it. But like Doug Peterson been all the way there before. So I mean, I I don't see it.
1: He's taking his Jag yeah. team from the bottom to a hey, and you know they cream of the crop now. So I, I really see I really see them winning that game.
3: Okay. Yeah, me too. The next game, the line is crazy. The bills are favored at home by 13 and a half points. Do y'all think the dolphins can come within two touchdowns? They've been a dog on the dolphins, nah. really cool.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I don't even think they <laughs> have uh, homeboy, what's his name? Uh, Teddy, Teddy, Big. two gloves, yeah. Two I don't even think they
1: got
2: Teddy,
0: <laughs>
1: two gloves, bro. I think they, nope, their, yeah, or they really, yeah,
2: nah,
0: yeah, yeah, it's gonna get ugly quick, <laughs> yeah, nah. They they got they got they got their work cut out for them to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, gonna sure. be a tough night. It's gonna yeah. be a tough night.
1: Oh
3: well, we'll just le- we'll just leave that one there then.
2: <laughs> <Duh>.
3: <laughs> the Giants at the Vikings. Vikings are favored by three at home. We all had the Vikings winning this game, but feel like it could bite us in the ass.
2: No, I, I, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the, yeah. hey, the three though, I'll take the three all day. They did it already. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. take that three.
0: It's low enough that I'm not super concerned taking it.
2: You said four or five. I probably, I probably not rock with it.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm with you. Uh Next game
3: is Ravens at Bengals. Bengals are eight and a half point favorites at home.
1: Yeah, man. Jamar gonna be gritty and all day out there.
0: Hey, uh, yeah, <laughs> we can Yeah, see a, that's facts.
2: See a similar outcome with the as the Bills Dolphins game. They can, yeah. I I expect them to walk them. Yeah.
0: Yes, this is general surgency. This is actually live. We are live right now. We can see all your comments. What's popping? Shout out, my guy. Yo. So. Um,
3: for the last game, uh, for the Fly Six. And there are six games, right? Yep. Uh, we got the, the game of the week. Cowboys, two and a half point favorites on the road at Tampa. This was a 2-2 split, I believe, right? I like that. That
0: can come
1: down to a field goal. I can I'm running see this you. game.
0: Yeah. 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 I got the Cowboys winning. Two and a half points is so comfortable, I ain't got to think about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. That's a field goal. They can do that. Yeah.
3: I got the bucks in that game. So that's is that a 3-1 for the Cowboys to cover?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess it would have to be. Yeah. Yeah.
3: All right. Well, that is it for the five fly. This week we just wanted to cover all the playoff games since all these obviously have massive stakes, implications, and then we'll keep doing that for the, the rest of the playoffs. We'll just talk about the lines for all these games rather than trying to fit it within the format of five, because obviously there are going to be less games as we go along with the season, but we still want to talk, you know, spreads and betting and everything, because that's a big part of what people are paying attention to in in sports stuff. So, yeah, that's it for the five fly.
0: Yep. Appreciate you. General Surgency said, what's good, bros? Keep it up. Thank you. Yes, sir. All right. We got up next the bouquet with T.O. Yeah, so, so this
1: week, um, since we're going to the playoffs, I wanted to actually bring up someone who actually isn't no longer playing, but he, he is a former Walter Payton Man of the Year. i uh, going to give it to Namdi Osmoa. So he actually is uh, – he started a foundation to provide food, shelter, medicine, vocational training, scholarships, and literacy efforts to widows – and orphans in Nigeria who have been victims of poverty and abuse. Asamoah also does an annual college tour with kids from the Bay Area and Los Angeles who can't afford to do it on their own. Uh, So most of those uh, players' efforts on the children and increasing awareness and support nationally and globally. And, you know, these are the ones whom kids should be looking up to is somebody like Nabi Asamoah, who, which I'm sure... I should have looked this up as well, but I'm sure he's probably Nigerian since he's supporting Nigeria like that. But, you know, definitely big ups to him, uh, providing and giving back. Um, So what it's all about, should have started off on the right note, but, you know, too many times in the media, our players and athletes are pretty much putting the spotlight for the malicious things that are done. But on the podcast, we want to spot. Spotlight them and, and give them a big up for the things that they do for the community, using their platform for positive movement and just showing out for the community. So definitely big up to Nambi Asimwa to, to keep it up and keep leading the way.
0: All right, that is it for episode ninety nine of the Fly Route Podcast. We appreciate everybody that's listening, whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, Audia, Apple Music, Facebook, Twitter. Doesn't matter where. Shout out to all of y'all, and we cannot wait to bring you episode one hundred, the big one hundred next week. The
2: the, Fly Route Pod. The Fly Route Pod. The Fly Route. The Fly fly Route.